Welcome to the Connected Spirit Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Dawson. I'm a professional psychic medium and mentor. In this show, I'll be sharing my personal experiences as an intuitive and discussing my journey with mediumship development. But that's not all. I'll also be bringing in guests to talk about fascinating topics like near-death experiences, spiritual awakenings, astral traveling, encounters with interdimensional beings, energy healing, and more. Together through open and honest conversations, we'll challenge the way we think and support one another. My hope is that these discussions will help you connect with your own spirit and feel seen and validated in your experiences. So join me as we dive into inspiring conversations that are going to push boundaries and encourage personal growth. Get ready to explore new perspectives and embrace the power of connection. All right, let's dive into this week's episode. Hello, my love. So excited to have you here. I've got a really special episode for you, especially if you are developing mediumship. This is a guide to understanding the journey of mediumship development. Now, what I want to say before we get started is every single person's experience with developing mediumship is going to be completely different. And that's okay. That's normal. That's to be expected because the journey of mediumship development is a unique one. It's an individual journey and it cannot be manufactured. It unfolds naturally as it should. So, Today, I have prepared some information for you to help support you in your journey, to help answer questions that you may have right now, and that may come up for you down the road. So let's get started. I have broken out this guide into pre-development, then development, and then kind of like moving forward. So in our pre-development, this is the stage before we actually start taking classes and workshops. This is the stage where we start to get really curious about the spirit world, where we get curious about connecting to the other side. This is where we start exploring different ways to connect to the spirit world through divination practices, such as like oracle cards, tarot cards, crystals, pendulums, dowsing rods, all that kind of stuff. And we also may start seeking out answers to some of the spiritual experiences that we've had to help us with our understanding. And we can start looking at social media, we can start looking at the internet, we can start looking at bookstores and getting, you know, all kinds of books and stuff to find the answers. We really kind of get into this phase of like being like a sponge, we just soak up whatever we can, which is normal. And the challenge that comes with that is that we absorb so much information, it makes it really challenging for us to sift out from fact from fiction, what is truth, what is false. And it also can really kind of put a damper on our own ability to discern what is right for us and what is not. So when you begin the development journey, it's important to take your time. Yes, go seek out answers. Yes, go read the books. Yes, go check out things on the internet. Yeah, of course. But take your time with it and don't take things at face value because what is somebody's experience and what is somebody's truth may not be your truth, may not be meant for you. So whatever you read, whatever you do, whatever modalities that you explore in your mediumship development journey, take your time. And if you're not sure if something's meant for you, I always encourage people to connect to their own spirit to take their hand, place it on their heart, just close their eyes and just take a nice slow, long, deep breath in and just breathe into the heart space and just feel, is this right? Does this feel true for me? And again, just because something is someone's truth doesn't mean it's going to be your truth. 
And it might not be something that resonates with you now. And it might six months, six years, 60 years down the road, right? And it's really, really normal to have all kinds of emotions in that pre-development stage, such as like confusion and self-doubts, like confused about the experiences that you're having, confused if there really is life after life. You might have self-doubts in yourself in the sense that you might think, oh my God, I'm crazy for having all these experiences. It can't be true. You might be like me who really doubted if this was something safe for me to do because of all that religious influence that I had. You might doubt that you even have the potential to connect with the other side. These are all things that are normal to experience in the pre-development stage. And what I want to let you know is when you move further to the actual development stage, those are things that get healed. But it's also normal to feel like a lot of excitement and exhilaration and joy when you have like a really profound connection, whether you have like a spontaneous awakening and you have this incredible experience with the spirit world, and you're like, holy shit, this is real. There's like actually individuals, there are beings that are beyond this 3D world, beyond this earth plane that I can interact with, like, holy crap. Well, when you have that take place, it completely shifts your life. You might be somebody who's had the loss of a loved one, experienced the loss of a loved one, and you go to a medium and you have this reading that's incredible, and they bring through all of this evidence that validates that no doubt your loved one is channeling through them and still there with you. You might be somebody who's always been aware of the spirit world and had these sensitivities. And it's normal to get to a place where you're like, okay, there's other people like me. I really want to check this out. All of these emotions, you guys, are really, really normal. And some of these emotions are things that are your own triggers, your own wounds that need to be healed. And honestly, mediumship development just magnifies that. And why? So it can be revealed to be healed. It's all part of the spirit world's plan. They want us to be clear channels. So all of our insecurities, doubts, all the shit we haven't healed, they bring that up so they can heal it. So we're a clear channel. And we'll talk about that a little bit further later on. When you're in the pre-development stage, it's really normal to want to seek like-minded people. And that's a really important part of our journey is connecting with fellow people because not everybody's going to understand our journey. So seek out people like-minded people, people that are open-minded to the experiences that you're having. And, and make sure that when you connect with them, that there's a soul resonance. And what I mean by soul resonance is that when you connect with them, you feel safe and you feel that you can trust what they're sharing with you. And you feel that you can trust what you're what you're able to share and do within their space, right? Not everybody's open to spirit communication. They might be spiritual, but they might not be open to spirit communication. So just connect with like-minded people. That's going to really help you. But I know that in the pre-development stage, it's really normal for us to get like so hyped up and so excited that we want to read every book. We want to go the go to the internet and scour every article we can find. I mean, I did that. I'm sure you have too, if you're listening to the podcast, and you've probably gone all over social media and looked at TikTok and Instagram and Facebook and trying to find like Facebook groups or trying to find articles or posts or reels that can help you understand and give you clarity, right? This is all normal. But the challenge is, is again, we can have information overload. And then all of the information we're learning, it gets absorbed, just like water gets absorbed into a sponge. And then it becomes convoluted and it makes it difficult for us to discern fact from fiction, truth from not truth, 
what's meant for you and what's not meant for you. So it's really highly recommended in that pre-development phase to take your time. And that's going to allow you to discern what is your truth, what's meant for you. And because somebody else is going to have an experience, it might even be really similar to yours, but how they go about unfolding it and understanding it could be completely different from you. That's okay. You don't have to make sense of it. It's just not part of your journey, right? Make sure that you're always doing things that feel right for you, because when you are, you know, you're in alignment with your soul. And that is what the spirit world wants. They want people who are aligned with their soul. When we begin to look at the journey of mediumship development, just before we begin developing, we can have all of that excitement where we're wanting to, okay, take a class, grab a book, do an online course, take a workshop, whatever it is. And again, we're absorbing everything. We can actually become a bit ungrounded if we're going too far into it. And what I mean by that, it's like, you know, you want to absorb everything and do it right now. You want to have all the answers right now. Well, I'm sorry, it doesn't work that way with mediumship. Mediumship is a journey of unfolding and it takes time. It really does. Think of it this way. You have a garden and you want to plant some vegetables. You've got to plow the field or, you know, pull all the weeds from the flower bed. You got to get rid of all the rocks. You might have to add some fertilizer. Um, there might be some pesticides that you got to put in there. And then what are you going to do? You're going to plant the seed, but then you got to cover that seed with soil and allow the soil and the nutrients to do its thing. Then you still got to water it and hopefully there's sunshine. That's all going to help support the growth of that seed. So that seed can make its way through the soil it can begin to germinate, and then it can come into full bloom. It takes time, right? Like if you looked at pumpkins, don't quote me on the exact timeline, but I think they take like 10 months to grow. Like I'm not kidding you, right? It's a long time. And think of it this way. Your journey of mediumship is the same thing. It might not be 10 months, right? But it it's a journey. It takes time. So allow yourself that time for it to be fully expressed to its highest potential. Because it's like picking the fruit before it's ripe. You don't want to do that. It's pointless. It's really all of your hard effort is going to be in vain. So don't do that. Please avoid doing that. Just take your time. And why taking your time is because it allows you to be grounded and you actually get more out of the experiences that you're having. Hands down. Yes, you can still take classes and read and, and do all of that stuff. Absolutely. Just don't make it a 24-7 thing in your life. You are still a human having a human experience. Yes, you're a spiritual being having a human experience, but you still got to show up and do the human part. You still got to live the physical life. You still have to have the physical lived experiences. Okay. So that is something that I really, really want to encourage you with. And you have any questions about that? Of course, reach out to me hundred percent. Now, now the next part I want to talk about is when we begin to move into actually developing, you get to a place in your life where You've had all of these spiritual experiences. You've maybe dabbled in all kinds of modalities and you've read every book you can. And you're like, okay, now I've got all of these pieces of the puzzle. Now I want to put the puzzle together, but I need some support on how to do that because I haven't put a puzzle together before. And so you start to seek out mentorship. Here's the key to seeking out mentorship. Look for somebody who has experience. And look for somebody that has at least five plus years experience. Why? Because there's so much that we learn 
in those first five years that we learn about ourselves, that we learn about the spirit world, that we learn about the mechanics of mediumship, the philosophy of mediumship, the science of mediumship. We learn about ourselves as a soul being. There's so much that transforms, honestly, within the first couple of years of mediumship development. You want somebody who's more grounded and settled in the work, please. Okay, now I know there's a lot of people out there that are teaching mediumship development, and they have no formal training. Find somebody who has formal training because there's going to be somebody who's going to be able to answer your questions. They're going to be somebody who's going to be able to support you. They're going to be somebody who's going to be able to kind of give you a heads up of what your experiences are and kind of where your unfoldment is taking you. I know when I was developing my mediumship, in the circle I was sitting in for seven years, my mentor would always tune in to each of us when we were doing our attunement, when we were working with the spirit, and she was able to identify some of our blocks or hindrances or mindsets. She could tune into the energy, see what was going on, and that helped us so much. It helped me so much. It really added to another layer of deep, deep support in our development. In those early stages, honestly, a lot of those teachers out there, they don't even, they're not even capable of doing it. Okay. You deserve to have somebody who has put in the time and the dedication to fully support you because they've done the work right now. I know that there's people out there that call themselves natural born mediums and they've never taken a class or workshop or anything. They think that's all. I do not agree with that. I don't agree with that at all. I was a natural born medium. But I had no fucking clue what was going on. I walked around for 30 years of my life having no understanding of what these experiences even meant. And I didn't have anybody to support me through that. And through reading, through having a proper mentor, through having formal training, I was able to understand the mechanics, the philosophy, the energetics, the science behind mediumship. Now, I'm not saying these people aren't gifted. I'm not saying they don't have abilities. But there is something to be said for people who have training, because they are going to have a stronger skill set than somebody who hasn't done any training. They're just kind of winging it. Don't do that. Don't wing it. You want to know why? Because when we are developing mediumship, we are an ambassador for the world of spirit. That is a huge responsibility, and it's not one that I take lightly. And so when we are being a voice for the voiceless, when we are being a representative for those who no longer have a physical form, we have a duty to show up and to be the best we can be for them. And by having a strong understanding of moral compass, ethics, foundations, all of that, you are going to be serving them well and serving them proud. Okay. That's all I'm going to say about that. Cause I know a lot of people don't agree with me. I don't give a shit. It's my show. It's my philosophy. I'm going to say what I want because it's the truth. It's my truth. Okay. And if you don't agree with my truth, no problem. Let's agree to disagree. The next thing, seek out a mentor. We've talked about that. You want to start looking at getting formal development. There's people who will develop mediumship by themselves. And what does that mean? They may begin to meditate and sit in the power. They might read books. They might do some automatic writing. They might channel spirit through different forms of deviation. But mediumship is best developed when you are in a class because when you begin to develop, your mentor, your teacher is going to give you all kinds of exercises that you can then take the theory, take the lesson, take the, the lecture that they've given you. 
and then you can put it into practice. So you're getting the practical experience. You can read all the books you want, but if you haven't had the opportunity to actually put it into play, put it into practice and see what it feels like and what the experience is about, you are going to lack big time. Okay. Yes, you can do that. But when you're seeing it in class, you are going to be able to feel your own energy. You're going to feel the energy of other people, even if it's online, you can do that. Absolutely. And you're going to get the validation from other people. Here's an example. So I may be giving a private reading. Let's say I'm a student and my teacher has given us a lesson. They put us in, you know, in a breakout room. And now I have to begin to give a message. All right. I've been given instruction. Now I got to take that instruction and put it into play. So I then need to prepare myself, prepare my energy, begin to attune to the spirit world, set out that intention, make that offering to the spirit. And then I'm going to begin to attune my energy into the space around the person that I'm reading for. So now I'm not only sensing my energy, but I'm sensing the spirit guides energy, and I'm going to be sensing my partner or recipients energy. And then I'm going to be feeling all of that information that's coming in as well. And then I'm going to begin to sense and feel and perceive the world of spirit and begin to share it with my partner. My partner is going to be giving me feedback and letting me know if they understand or don't understand. And through those exercises, that's where you get the learning. That's where you figure out where you got it wrong and where you went right. And honestly, you need those interactive experiences to help you develop your mediumship. You just do. Absolutely. Hands down. You can only go so far developing by yourself. Yes, you can still develop mediumship by sitting in the power, but you're not getting the practical experiences and the necessary experiences to help build your confidence and remove your self-doubts by actually having feedback from other people. Okay, so do that. Absolutely. That's why I have the Connected Spirit School. Got so many people that come to me for so many different reasons, and they want to develop mediumship. They don't know where to start. That's why I've got my courses, because these are foundational courses. You're getting everything you need in one spot. It's awesome. When you begin to develop mediumship, it's going to give you an understanding of your own unique abilities. Okay, you may not understand your abilities right now, in other words, you might have had some spiritual experiences, you're not quite clear on them, you don't know how to make sense of them, you're not sure how you receive information from the spirit world. You're going to get that when you start to develop, okay? You're going to get the clarity. So get into mentorship, get into classes, take a course that is going to help you understand your own unique abilities. Because some people go, Courtney, I don't see spirit. Okay, well, do you feel well, yeah. Can you feel shifts in the energy? Yeah. Okay. Well, you are getting information from spirit. You just need to feel into it and understand what that means for you, right? Gives you so much clarity. Your development journey needs to be disciplined. Discipline is so important when we're working with the world of spirit because it allows them, number one, to know when we're available to communicate and when we're not. We don't want to be open 24-7, you know, channeling messages, slinging readings. We certainly don't want to be like some of the mediums that are on TV going up to random people, you know, in grocery stores or gas stations or in the mall giving readings. Like that's just not appropriate. We want to be disciplined in when we're available to connect to the spirit world and when we're actually giving the messages. Okay, super, super important. You're going to get that when you start to develop. So I really want you to know that even when you're feeling like an urgency, oh my goodness, I'm aware of spirit and they're coming in and 
they really want me to give this message to so-and-so in your own public or to some random person that you don't know, let me tell you something. Do not do that. And if you do do that, you are not disciplined in your mediumship and you are doing a disservice to the spirit world. Let me tell you something. The spirit world will always find a way to get their message through. There is a time and a place. There's no such thing as an urgent message. Spirit will always find another way, whether it be through a sign, a symbol, another individual. Just because you feel that urgency to give a message, you do not need to give it. You need to know when it's appropriate and when it's not because the person on the receiving end might not be mentally or emotionally ready. They might be so focused on what's going on in their life right now, you catch them off guard and you actually hurt them as opposed to like really help them. And mediumship is all about helping. It's all about healing. Okay. We don't do those things. So those are some things that you're going to learn on how to manage your abilities and how to be disciplined, how to recognize when's appropriate, when's it's not. And so if you're having some of those experiences, feeling like spirit's always there, wants you to give a message, honey, you need to get into development. You need a course. We don't want you doing that. We want you to still be a part of everyday life. We don't want you channeling spirit all the time. We're not meant to be channeling spirit 24-7. We're not even meant to be doing mediumship eight hours a day. Physically, we wouldn't be able to do it. We couldn't. The next thing that's really important when you begin to develop your mediumship is to cultivate a relationship with your spirit team. It doesn't matter if you know what your spirit team looks like. It doesn't matter if you know their name. It doesn't matter if you know if they're female or not. When you're developing mediumship, that is going to be one of the most important relationships in your life. I promise you. You want to know why? Because they are your helpers. They're there to help you in your endeavor. The spirit world needs more people to channel their messages, to help bring that truth that life is eternal. There's no such thing as death, that death is nothing to be feared. And when we remove that fear, it really helps us show up and live an inspired life. We really recognize that life is beautiful and our time is short. Make the most of it, right? So the spirit guide is going to be so pivotal in your development because number one, They're going to support you in all your endeavors. They want you to be successful because they need more channels. They need more instruments, right? They've always got your back. They're going to give you the guidance you need when you need it. Of course, you have free will to do what you want with it, but they're going to give you the guidance that you need it. They're also your eyes and ears to the spirit world. When you are having experiences in your development inside and outside of the class, you can always go to them and they're going to give you that understanding, right? They're going to help you. And I know that in the early stages, there were times where I just felt like not everybody understood my journey and I I didn't know who to talk to. So I talked to them and honestly, they became and have become some of the most important people in my life that I go to. They're an incredible support system. So that's, that's really, really important to cultivate that with them. Don't get worried on the archetypes and all of that. I've got guides that work with me and they've worked with me for years. I only know who they are by the familiarity of their energy. I don't know all of their names and stuff. I don't, I couldn't be bothered. I don't really care if they give it to me. Cool. If they don't, no problem. Don't get hung up on archetypes. Just know that they are there to be of service to us and to help us. Right. And when you begin that development, it is really normal to start noticing changes and shifts in your life. You're going to begin to notice the changes within you and those shifts first. So you may notice that things that you liked, things that resonated, things that you used to like to do, it might change. 
your hobbies and interests might change. Okay. For example, when I was younger, like pre-development, I used to watch like a lot of like drama shows or action shows or shows where there's like a lot of violence in it, right? Uh, I used to watch shows like Sons of Anarchy and different things like that. I couldn't imagine watching that right now. It's like, it's way too violent for me. My, my own spirit, my own soul, I just couldn't do it, right? So you'll notice that your emotional sensitivity changes because you you have this newfound truth that there's a soul within this body, it's eternal and it will never die. And we start to learn that there's this interconnectedness amongst all life. There's a unity within all life. Every living thing, plant, human, animal has that same life force energy running through it. And that we gain a, a greater appreciation of life. So you begin to, when you start having these shifts, you guys, it shifts the way that you show up in life. It shifts what resonates with you. It shifts how you begin to think about yourself, how you feel and interact about, you know, feel about other people, begin to interact with other people. There's so much that changes. And even some of the activities that you used to be involved in, that might change too. And you might pick up some new hobbies and new interests. These are really, really normal. And it's just part of the growth. Because when we're developing mediumship, what happens is it's an inside job that takes place. And you start to elevate, you start to raise your vibration. And things of a lower vibration, they just get kind of put to the side. They they no longer exist in your world because they don't resonate. They're not at the same vibration. Remember, like, like attracts like. So here's some physical changes that you might notice within your body. You may become more sensitive to certain foods, okay? Certain foods might upset your tummy. Certain foods might just not sit well with you anymore. Here's an example. About seven years ago, I developed IBS, and certain foods like spicy foods, which I love spicy foods, I was raised on spicy foods, never had an issue with it, couldn't eat it anymore. It upset my stomach so much. I went from drinking like four cups of coffee a day, I'm lucky if I get half a cup of coffee a day. Stimulants like caffeine and that energy drinks, I can't drink it anymore. It's I'm too sensitive. Okay, I used to love to have a nice glass of wine with dinner or my hubby and I would go out for dinner and I'd have some wine with dinner or like a couple cold beers. I can't do that anymore because alcohol just doesn't sit with me. I don't react well to it. I don't like the way I feel. And now this isn't to say you can't drink alcohol, you can't have spicy food, you can't have caffeine. I'm just saying your body may react where it no longer wants it. It no longer resonates with it. It, you become more sensitive, so you don't need as much, if I can put it that way, to have the same effects, right? I know there's a lot of mediums that experience this. This is normal. I'm just letting you know. So the IBS was interesting. It was triggered by like dairy food, which I thought I'd actually healed my lactose intolerance, but evidently not. So that's okay. I don't mind. There's so many alternatives out there. It's not a big deal. I know I stopped eating red meat. It just, one day I just got so sick looking at it. I couldn't do it. And I've been off red meat for like six years now. And those are just some of the changes, like what resonated with you, what your body tolerated, your body's going to go, no, this don't work anymore. So just a heads up, totally normal. Doesn't mean you can't have those things, just means your body might not tolerate it. So you might have to cut back. Okay. There's also going to be changes in your emotional receptivity. 
you will cultivate more empathy towards others and animals and life. You will develop more compassion towards yourself and others. You will become less judgmental because you recognize that the same spark of divinity that's within you is in other people. And you begin to assess the life that you live, the choices that you're making for your life so far. It's interesting because it completely transforms your life. It's so beautiful. You know, how many of us walk through life and we're like, fuck, this is so hard. I feel like I'm just, you know, making strides to get somewhere. I don't even know where I'm going, doing the best I can. And it just feels like you're missing the mark. That's because you've been out of alignment with your soul, honey. That's what happens. That's your soul speaking to you. So when you begin to develop mediumship, you come into alignment with your soul and then everything else has just got to kind of find its place. And some of it will shift and then some of it's going to leave your life because it don't fit anymore. It's not there to help you in the next part of your journey. So it's really normal to kind of have this reflective moment where you're like, okay, this is what I've done in my life. This is where I am. Where do I see myself? Where do I desire to be in my life? Where do I want to be with my family? And you start to make shifts accordingly. And the shifts are going to happen within you. And then when those shifts begin to happen within you, you're going to notice that your physical world begins to mirror that. So this is going to impact your relationships, friendships, co-workers, employment, partners, all of that. And that's not a bad thing. But what used to resonate with you may not resonate anymore. Here's an example. When I used to get together with my girlfriends, we would go out and we would have a bunch of wine, we might go dancing, we might go out for dinner, but there's usually like a high degree of alcohol involved. And we would, you know, have a really good time. Well, when I started to develop mediumship, I started to shift, I started to change, I started to heal. I wasn't numbing my sensitivities out anymore. And then the sensitivity got so sensitive that I just couldn't tolerate alcohol anymore. So I stopped drinking it. Well, when that happened, I started to look at what was actually showing up in those friendships. Was it just us getting together so we could all have a good time? Was there any depth to those relationships? And I noticed, wow, we were just kind of like hangout buddies. There, there lacked a lot of substance in those relationships. So it's not that I'm not friends with those people anymore, but I don't hang out with them the way that I used to. And when that happened, that was really, really tough for me. So know that that can be tough when certain relationships come and go out of your life. Absolutely. There's like a grieving process that we go through because we really do care and love these people. But sometimes those relationships are no longer fulfilling for both people involved. And so the landscape of your relationships can change. That's normal. You know, there's that quote, people come into your season, your life for a season, a reason or a lifetime. And I, I truly believe that. And I've seen that in the journey of mediumship. And you're going to make adjust, adjustments in your life to friendships and relationships and things to really match who you're becoming and who you want to be. I mean, I've shared with you guys before on the show, like, I've always had these abilities. But when I was 30, and I went through my divorce, that had to happen in order for me to face who I really was, to embrace who I really was to finally acknowledge that I had these abilities and that they weren't evil and that I needed to do something with them. So that relationship needed to end. Of course, there's other, you know, factors involved too. But that needed to end in order for me to embrace myself and to fulfill the life that I came here to. Okay. And 
It is normal while you're going through all of these shifts mentally, emotionally, physically, personally to feel unsettled. And it's because we get so used to having things being a certain way. We have an expectation of what our relationships are going to give us. We have an expectation of what life should be giving us. We have this idea of who we should be and who we should act like and what we should say when honestly, a lot of it is just completely out of alignment. So it's normal to feel unsettled when things are changing, but I promise you, they will settle out. And what has been removed from your life will always, always be replaced by something better, more fulfilling and aligned for your highest good. I promise you that, honey. The people in your life will change because they're not at a vibrational resonance with you anymore. And it doesn't mean they're going to be completely wiped out of your life. It doesn't mean they're going to be outcast. It just means that you might not be at a resonance with anymore with them anymore. And you might not be hanging out with them as much because you just feel like, wow, we don't really have a ton in common anymore. Or the commonalities that you had shifted and changed. That's okay. What you used to like in your life will change because you are changing. That is normal. And that's all part of the lived experience, right? What you envision for your life and your family, that's going to change as well because you're changing on the inside. It's an inside job, guys, right? Whatever happens on the inside is going to reflect out on the outside. And here's the thing. We are meant to change. We are meant to grow and evolve. So many people fear it. And I'm going to be 110% honest with you. I remember in my early development, actually my whole freaking life, to be honest with you, I was so scared of change. It used to give me panic attacks when something unexpected would happen or there was a change in my family or something shifted in a friendship, I used to freak out. And having like every day be the same, it gave me like a false sense of comfort. When we understand that change is the whole purpose of life, we are meant to change and grow and evolve. We can look at it as a blessing, not a hindrance, not something to hurt us. It is all part of a divine plan. It's all part of your soul plan, honey. It can feel lonely at times when you are journeying on the path of mediumship development. It really can. Your physical life is adjusting and it's shifting with the changes that are going on inside of you. You know, this is normal. There's an incredible spirit guide. His name is Silver Birch, and he was the guide for Maurice Barbonell, who is an incredible trance medium, and he was a a gentleman who actually sought out to disprove spiritualism, which is the religion that I'm affiliated with. And I'm a minister ordained through. And he had actually went to a seance with Hannah Swaffer and they went to the seance and he fell asleep. And what's interesting is in the seance, he had said, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. I fell asleep. And they're like, you didn't fall asleep, Maurice, you actually just channeled this spirit guide. Well, long story short, for 40 years, Maurice channeled Silver Birch. And in these seances, they were transcribed by hand. And then the transcriptions were put into books. And you can get those books at the Arthur Finley College or through the SNU. You can get them on Amazon, but I think you pay more for them. Anyways, these books are incredible. And when I began in my early journey of mediumship development, I bought all his books. And what was really, really comforting from Silver Birch in his books is he says the journey of mediumship can be a lonely one. And it's because not everybody understands it. And it's not meant for everybody. Right? That really hit me hard. 
And I remember crying because there were people who I thought were really good friends. And then they turned out "Mm, maybe not such good friends. And I remember even having this friend who her and I were developing together. We sat in the same circle and we were both going to go into the ministry together, the spiritual ministry together. And there was like a list of criteria that we had to meet, right? And we had to have an interview, all of that. Well, I passed and she didn't. And I got in and it was interesting when I got in, like I didn't hear from her anymore. She stopped like hanging out with me. We used to hang out all the time. We used to talk every morning before like we go to work and text. And it was like, really, really hard because I felt rejected. It was really, really tough. And I thought, this sucks, right? And it hurt. And that's normal, right? But we understand that when things happen, there's always a reason and a purpose behind it. And we were no longer at a vibrational resonance. Our soul completed the journey that we needed to together. And it created space for new loving people to come into my life, right? That's what happens with the journey of mediumship. We can be so excited and it becomes our life. It really does. It's not just a vocation. It is a lifestyle. It truly is. Not saying that you have to talk about spirit and mediumship like 24 seven, but it does shift the way that you live your life and how you show up in life. So it really is a lifestyle and that's not for everybody. That's okay. That's okay. The world needs more mediums and the world needs you, honey. So know that it's okay. And there's people that are going to love you and accept you and support you. I'm one of them. So you, you don't have to be alone. Okay. You can feel lonely at times, but that'll shift and it'll be okay. And the people that are meant to be in your life, they're going to, they will. And I'm really grateful for those experiences because it also allowed me the opportunity to connect with my spirit guides and really develop a strong relationship with them where I know without a shadow of a doubt, they've always, always, always got my back. 100%. I love them. And at that time where you may feel lonely and that will come up for you at times, it will. Know that it's really beneficial to have support from like-minded people, to have support from a mentor. So that way you're plugging into that connection. We're human beings. We need connection. We need community, right? Do that, please. Okay. And if you need help finding community, you need help finding a mentor. You know, that's why I'm here for you, to help you, support you. You don't have to do this on your own. We're not meant to do this on our own. We're meant to develop with others. And outside of the class, that's where we do our personal work. Okay. And I really encourage you as well, take the time to give your mediumship the best opportunity that it can to develop to its highest potential. And know that these things that I'm sharing with you, it's not to scare you. It's just to give you a heads up. When we develop mediumship, it completely changes our life. But I'm going to say to you, it enriches your life. It enriches every facet of your life, hands down. And there's nothing to be nervous or scared about. Mediumship development helps you understand who you are as a soul being, having a human experience, but it also helps you understand the reality that there is another life that coexists at the same time as us. And that's the world of spirit. And that world is so intricately connected with us, vibrating at a higher energy, a higher frequency of love. And when we tap into that, it helps enrich our life 
It helps heal us. It helps us transcend any limiting beliefs, lack of confidence, all of that. So we can embody who we came here to be. And so we can also help serve others. We can help bring healing to the world. And it's the most incredible, beautiful journey anybody can ever take. And I truly believe that everybody can develop mediumship. We just need to learn the steps. And that's why I have taken the time to gather all of the information for my formal training and to give you this information in bite-sized pieces. And so know that your journey may have similarities and differences with others, and that's totally okay. But know that it is a journey worth having, worth experiencing, and that the spirit world, your loved ones, your angels, your guides, and me are supporting you every step of the way. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Connected Spirit Podcast. I hope you enjoyed diving into this beautiful conversation. And if you loved what you heard, be sure to subscribe to my podcast and leave a review. Your feedback means the world to me, and it helps me reach more people who can benefit from these conversations. Remember, you're not alone in your spiritual journey. So stay connected with me on social media. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram. My handle is at Medium Courtney Dawson. You can also subscribe to my weekly newsletter, The Connected Spirit, and the link is in the show notes. Keep exploring, keep growing, and always remember that there's a greater purpose guiding you on this incredible journey. Until next time, stay connected and embrace the power of your spirit.